definitely gonna be my longest video. I was, I was thinking, I was like, maybe I should like cut it and make it into like two videos. Have a part one and a part two. I don't know, we'll see how it goes, but I'm, I'm definitely not cutting anything out. Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of the Creators Connect series. My name is Luca, but you can call me that camera guy. If you are a returning subscriber, thank you so much for your love and support. I truly appreciate it. If you are new here, please do consider subscribing if you like this video. In today's episode, we're joined by a saxophone player from Canada by the name of Angelo Leo. We talk about some really amazing things in the episode, one of which is has music gotten better as we have technologically advanced or are we losing the quality of music to history so just sit back relax and let's connect with angelo Alright, sweet. Um, thank you so much for, again, joining and uh, being a part of the series. It does mean a lot and it does go a long way in creating that diversity I'm trying to bring across on this platform, on this uh, show. Um, so we're going to jump straight into it and ask the first question, which is what led you down the path of music? Um, tell us about that story. So I, uh, I actually come from a very, like, I would say artistic background. So not exactly like music per se. It was more like visual arts, photography. I would say artistic background. So not exactly like music per se. It was more like visual arts, photography. My grandfather was a painter. Uh, he painted he painted churches in uh, in Strasbourg, Metz, uh, and even wow. Fort Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's kind of what he did. He painted churches all there and everywhere. Uh, and then when he came here, he kind of would do murals and stuff. Uh, for people's houses and etc and sometimes even cathedrals as well excuse me uh and uh yeah i mean my mom was a visual artist like she she had a very she had a photo she has a phot photographic memory so she and she's able to draw or paint people as they look almost identical to what they are regardless of yeah it's crazy so yeah my mom is very talented in that perspective um but it's weird because I also have a family that's very mathematical. So there was, that's on my dad's side and they're all like construction workers, you know, like all the finance guys and stuff. So mm -hmm. growing up, I had music in my life, but not really. And I wasn't, I wasn't thinking anything music related. It was actually going to be more, uh, industrial design, uh, architecture, <laughs> stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, it's I was, so different. yeah, I was led on to going into something like that because I was very good at drawing and I could, uh, I could envision things in a, in a way that most people really, you know, it takes a lot of time. Like, for instance, like I, I even made this. I don't know if you can get it in the actual thing, but, uh, I made this and like, uh, I like designed it and everything. It took me like, it's just a table side table for my mouse and everything <laughs> what? uh yeah and i even i even uh, i even made one of my music stands uh like solid wood uh i even uh, no yeah i even had to reconfigure the actual uh the gearing in the back and i had to make it from scratch from wood because uh 
Yeah, sorry, just small, small fun facts. I, uh, yeah, uh, just because. Keep them coming. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, and I, uh, I even make myself like furniture all the time, just because, like, yeah, yeah, because like I find like there's a lot of things I need that I don't, I can't necessarily get. Like I even made myself an instrument. Uh, I, uh, I play. Um, do you know the cajon? Uh, it's yes. A, yeah, yeah. So I actually made myself one of those. I don't have it with me. I wish I did, but uh, it's in my basement. That would be cool to see it. Yeah. Well, uh, wow. I, I would say give me a sec, but I don't want to do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, but um, long story short, um, yeah, I came from this like architectural design kind of kind of background, and mm-hmm. I thought I was really going to go into that. And what happened was I was in I was in my high school band class, and um. I was playing trombone at the time, right? I I had I never touched a saxophone at this point. Uh, mm-hmm. I was playing. I was not very good. Uh, I, I I understood it wasn't good. And then my my buddy one time let me try his actual saxophone, and I said, "Are you sure I can try this?" He goes, "Yeah, not a problem." So the first time I put my hands on the saxophone, I was like, "What's the buttons?" Like I asked him these questions and stuff. It took me five seconds, and I'm like actually like trying to do stuff with it, and I'm like, this feels really comfortable (laughs) compared to what I was doing. Yeah, because what I was dealing with before, I don't know if you know trombone too much, but basically it's like it's just a tuning slide, right? You have to have a very good ear, and I cannot sing, and (laughs) and I have terrible (laughs) pitch uh, relevance, or I I used to at least. Um, Now I can now I have a bit better like pitch perception, but yeah, before I literally like, if if I was trying to sing a C, I'd be singing like I don't know, like a Z. You know what I mean? Like it was, it was, it was completely <laughs> a off. Z, Z. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> just <laughs> using 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 like non music letters just to state a point of how bad it was. <laughs> but um, that is so funny. but yeah, but um, anyways, so when I went to saxophone, obviously you still have to have a decent pitch relevance, but the mm-hmm. the notes are there for you for the most part. It's not like you're having to, you know, you're having to find the note by going up the slide and down the slide. So, um, yeah, when I did that, I was just like, this feels a lot more comfortable. I was actually like able to at least speak my mind through it the way I wanted Mm -hmm. to more than I was with the trombone. So I dedicated, I think, about five years. So this is my fifth year playing saxophone. Wow. yeah, I've dedicated the last five years to trying to figure, like, I started the first two years on my own. Uh, then I, uh, I I was taking actual, like, classes uh, and uh, private teaching from uh, mm-hmm. from people in, in Canada uh, and, and in the region I'm in. And, uh, yeah, no, I've been playing for the last five years and I didn't look back because, like, I didn't see myself really doing anything else. I mean, yeah. the, the design thing was cool, but it wasn't something I was, like, as touched upon touched upon you know what i mean like it wasn't something that i went okay i would love to do this today my mind was always going towards music it was really Mm -hmm. weird so that's why i started all of what i've done so far like going from just learning saxophone to learning you know to learning clarinet to learning flute to learning to learning drums and etc and percussion and uh, now learning production and everything and all the values of that and also like film music and all this other stuff and like video game music, you know. So to to be able to go from literally, I started with like 
no experience in music from like I think the age of like fifteen, sixteen to now mm-hmm. being twenty two uh and actually having a somewhat of a decent career so far uh with music and it's only growing from what it is. So yeah, that's kinda it's kind of a short uh, long story short kind of uh mm-hmm. kind of speech to how yeah. I started and how I was brought up. No, but I can really resonate and connect with you when you're talking about like it, it didn't really fulfill you, you know, the, the, the architecture kind of thing. Like, but I, I look at you now and it's, it's a skill that has come in handy. You've been able to build a bunch of stuff and put the skill to good use, but it doesn't fulfill you as much. And I think I feel the same way about some of the things I do and I study. And I'm like, I mean, finance definitely does come in handy. Marketing definitely does come in handy, but it doesn't fulfill me. It's not something I want to pursue, you know. So I definitely, um, uh, applaud you for pursuing something that definitely fulfills you and keeps you happy. It's like no point in like li- living the rest of your life in a position or in a place where you're just like sad and miserable all the time, you know? No, no. And exactly. And like, uh, and to, to add on to a, a point quickly, uh, like I still do design pretty often, you know, like it's not, it's not mm-hmm. something I've, I've pushed aside completely. Yeah. I, I still, yeah. I still do it from time to time just because it is somewhat enjoyable but I, I never saw myself as a, as like a full-on uh, career in it. Like sometimes yeah. I try to incorporate like my other artistic views and artistic uh, points of reference with like uh, with music, if you, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Like I'll sometimes like uh, sometimes what I'll do is I'll actually like design clothing uh, depending on like a song, you know what I mean? Or I'll yeah. uh, and kind of like the ways it kind of like, uh, it speaks to me or uh, with my buddy, like when we're filming together, uh, when we're doing videos and stuff, I, he has a vision for things that I can respect and understand. And I kind of like help contribute with him. And like, basically we have our own views and it ends up coming together. So I try to incorporate my artistic perspective in a bunch of different things, but mainly I'm trying to source it through music. If that makes sense. Okay. My next question will be, um, What's the biggest benefit and biggest struggle of being an independent musician in your experience? Right. So I'll start from the, the con perspective first. Okay. Um, so I would say the biggest struggle about being a musician uh, and being an independent artist, uh, at least from, from, my, from my view, if you don't know the business side of things, it's very, very, very hard to get through. Mm-hmm. Um, another con I would say is like, at least from what I like, and this is again, this is all personable kind of yes. uh, kind of yes. things I've dealt with. This isn't exactly every yeah. independent artist or musician. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I would say yeah. at first the yeah. money's a little tight when you don't know what you're mm-hmm. doing. Mm-hmm. Um, also, it might seem somewhat hard to start, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, now, when I'm talking about the business thing, it's really unique. Like, like any kind of form of business, especially when it comes to marketing, finance, um, anything in the business perspective really really contributes to how you're going to deal with things as a musician like for instance like me i had to build up my profile on uh on instagram right Mm -hmm. and on facebook now that might seem somewhat pointless to people 
depending. But to me, what that does is it gives me credibility. It gives me some form of, you know, it gives me a currency that can only be found through a social, uh, a social context. Um, and it actually ends up pushing my, um, it ends up pushing my business and everything with my music a little bit further on than it would if I were doing it without any social media. Right. Mm -hmm. So I would say, and business can also come from the finance thing too. So I'm not going to go into that yet. I'll go into the benefits. Now the benefits of being a musician is you have your own time to deal with. Yeah. Right. And that can also be a negative depending on how you perceive it, right? Because I, I know and I, I, I know musicians that have a lot of time on their hands, but they only they only do the gig to gig thing. You see what I'm saying? And yeah. not saying that that's a bad thing, but at least in Canada, uh, I'm going to talk Canadian dollars, not US. Um, but from a Canadian perspective, we make about $50 per gig sometimes, wow. sometimes 100 you know, like... It all depends, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but if you don't have that business side and you don't like take it upon yourself to really push forward, um, you're only going to really make like twenty to fifty dollars a gig, right? Wow. And that's not a lot if you're doing three of those a week. It's not. You know? Yeah. So what I found as a benefit is because I have so much time, I don't treat it like, like obviously I treat it like an occupation because it is my occupation. Um, yeah. But I don't I, I I don't necessarily do it nine to five. I'll do it whenever, you know, is beneficial to me. So like in the morning I have like a I have a whole like thing um I have a whole um how do you explain it? Um alarm clock system on my phone that okay. has me waking up at nine o'clock in the morning. Then I from nine to ten, I'm just relaxing in my room, going on Instagram, seeing what's trending, basically looking and researching on my social media platforms to see yeah. what's what's popping and what's not kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and then from like 10, 10 to 1030, I'm working out or 1030 to 11, I'm eating and then 11 to three, you know what I mean? So I have this whole game plan set routine, up, routine yeah. that I kind of put myself through purposely and purposefully because I, I need that system or else it'll break and I won't get enough done. You see yeah. what I'm saying? So I, and, and I'm, and I'm grinding with musicians. Like I'm, I'm, I'm collabing so much with people that if I didn't have that, that kind of like structured out time, I wouldn't, I wouldn't see anything through it. So I would say the time is a really crucial thing for music, especially because you can do so much with it because you have 24 hours a day. Maybe you're only up for, let's say 12 to 13, but you know, you got to make most of that 12 to 13. You can't yeah. just be sitting down saying, oh, I wish I had more time. Yeah. Right. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. You have to, you have to really be on that grind. You have to be in the persistence and, det- and be with the determinants of what you're wanting to do. Um, uh, if that makes sense. Um, it all- does make sense. Yeah. But also a, a brilliant thing about being a musician is when you're in, an independent artist, you're actually classified as an independent business. And I'm not going to talk too much about it because, like, you know, I don't want to get in trouble. But uh, <laughs> basically, as an independent, as an independent artist, you you can classify yourself as an independent musician. And depending on certain curriculums, if you if you if you actually hit certain targets every year, you can actually uh, write off things. Yeah. 
right? Which not a lot of musicians actually know. Uh, and most musicians make over the certain amount you're actually supposed to make in order, like most people do, in order to actually be classified as an independent business, right? But none of them actually follow through with their taxes on that. They just think, oh, I'm in this tax bracket. That's it. They don't think, oh, I make over this. I should be able to write off things. And what, yeah. and what that's done for me is I've been able to write off my gas. I've been able to write off all the expenses that I've needed. So wow. most, but in, within, you know, within, within boundaries and everything, I can't write off like every single thing. Like, obviously I can't write off my house <laughs> or like, you know what I mean? Like, but yeah. It has to be things that are contributing to what I do as a musician. So when I bought yeah. my saxophone, I wrote that off, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, my mic, I wrote that off. Mm-hmm. You know what yeah. I mean? My, my computer, my phone, you know what I mean? These are things that I use for my business. So that's why I'm able to write them off. You see what I'm saying? Uh-huh. And those can actually end up becoming high numbers. So as an independent artist and musician, that kind of adds up and becomes a really good asset to have. Yeah. You know? So, um, another thing about, I, I don't know the best thing I would say personally for me as an, as a, as a independent artist, I have the freedom that I want to do things, not just yeah. with time, but also with what I actually want to do with what my career, you know what I mean? Creatively. Yes. Creatively. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, not saying it's an easy road. It's, it's definitely, it's definitely tough. Like any other, uh, let it be multimedia or let it be any yeah. other kind of, uh, artistic platform or any, anything really, it doesn't matter what it is. It's, it's all tough work, but you know, um, you just really need that determined. So I would say like the main benefit is like, the tax write-offs and everything, and also being able to be an individual with your time and with your personality. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. I love that. Okay, so I, I realized on your social media that you've got an album coming up, and that that got me really excited. Um, so please tell us what to expect from this album, how many songs are on there, what kind of sounds to expect, are there any collaborations, you know, things of that sort, just... Give us like a teaser on what to expect from this album. Cool. So this album, uh, this is actually my, well, it's my debut album. It's my first album. Um, yes, please. <laughs> and uh, actually, it's it's going to be a completely instrumental album. Uh, yeah. Only for this one because I have dedicated so much of this year. This is actually, I would say this album, it's called Vision. Yeah. Um, so... The reason it's called Vision, it's it's a, it's a, it's a it, long story short, it's about, well, what year is it? 2020, right? 2020, yes. Do you know the line? 2020, 2020, 2020, yes. Right? Yes, 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 so, yes. And the vision thing, right, That that's what came into my mind at first. And I didn't think about it too much until what happened with everything about the virus, at least in, in North America. Um, and everything that's been going on let it be yeah. like, from like the black lives matter movement yes, and everything, yes, yes. right and this is this is a time of realization rather than a time of isolation wow. and the vision thing is actually i was i was supposed to call it kind of like something along the lines of i because okay. uh i is reflecting on what 
what is becoming bare, what is becoming clear and evident, and what we actually need to realize with things. Uh, you see what I'm saying? Sure. So there's kind of a more nuanced meaning to the actual word vision. Vision. Um, and you know that's kind of that's kind of my take on that of what that is. Um, you know that that that's that's literally what I thought about the word vision and why I chose the title to be that. You see what I'm saying? Um, and each each thing kind of works uh, as far as the actual titles. They work to actually um, complete that uh, that uh, that description that I've I've actually given. Right. Uh-huh. So like there's a song on the album. I'm not going to give too many away. Uh, <laughs> Uh, but there, uh, there's a song on the album called Tabura Rasa, which means like, uh, which means clean slate, um, okay. which is like a fresh start. You see what I'm saying? So that 2020 yeah, yeah. is the end of the deck, end of the decade, giving everyone kind of new time to actually think things out and etc. Kind of thing. Um, and uh, yeah, but the, this is kind of what I'm saying. Like so. I from the songs they all all they all have a deeper nuanced meaning to them yeah. than what is perceived and I wanted to explain that through instrumental rather than lyrically only because <laughs> I find if you really dig in it's 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 one heck of a trip kind of thing it's one heck of a ride kind of thing so and these are more as relaxant um this is a more of a, a of a relaxant rather than a uh, uh, than a uh, than an, an aggressive and assertive album, yeah. uh, only because of the times and everything. I just want to basically show my view through my music. Yeah, um, the amount of al- amount of tracks. Um, can I say it? Uh, I would say, yeah. Um, I would say there's more than ten. <laughs> okay, let's keep it safe. Yeah. Um, and yeah, no, it's, it's going to be a crazy album. I actually, uh, I might also be doing a, and I can't, I don't know if I can say this, uh, (laughs) but a a certain track on the album, uh, will be highlighted in a way. I'm not going to give out how or why, um, but might be highlighted. We'll, we'll keep it at that. Um, okay. Okay. Um, but expect to expect to have your eyes. Um, I guess the word is I don't know if it's the right word, but your eyes aroused as well as your ears. And You're keeping us in the dark so much. I'm not. I'm not trying to give too much away because I've keeping dedicated like like I've dedicated my whole year to this album and everything, mm, and like really tried yeah. it. So. That's why I'm like trying to like not give too much away, but also like yeah. keep the intrigue, like the the interest. You see what I'm saying? I love that. Um, I love that. And you're you're awesome, but I wish I could tell you too much away, but also like yeah. keep the intrigue, like the the interest. You see what I'm saying? I love that. I love um, that. And you're you're awesome, but I wish I could tell you one. You see what I'm saying? Uh, yeah. Because I, I, as a producer, I work with everyone regardless of who they are, um, and uh, because of that, I started to see that the the beats I was making were really cool. So why don't I use those to my advantage and actually create music with them through my saxophone? Wow! Right. So that's kind Crazy. of what. Yeah. So that's kind of what I did to fi- find myself out because. As a as a jazz performer, 
Um, I've had to do jazz, funk, R&B, you know, blues, rock, all mm-hmm. the whole, the whole, the whole, the whole thing. And what I've done is I've taken all those, taken all those uh, genres, fused them with other genres that I'm actually working with now to actually create myself. And it ended up yeah. becoming this like R&B, hip hop, lo-fi thing, you know? Yeah. Um, and that's kind of what to expect on the album. It's going to be, in my opinion, a very like, it's, I would say this album is like, sit back in the backyard or in a chair, in a high, in, in, in a lounge chair and just kind of, just, just, yeah, kind of listen to the experience and, and kind of be on like a roller coaster, be on the ride, you know? Uh, it's kind of like, you know, you can have a scotch or a whiskey or anything <laughs> kind of by you just like, just listening and relaxing. Just relax. Yeah. yeah. So, and that's kind of what this is about basically. Mm-hmm. 